Welcome. This is American Public Media's Future Tense, Public Radio's daily journal of the digital age. Google and the problem of evil. This is Future Tense from American Public Media. I'm John Gordon. Google, the unorthodox internet giant, has long been guided by one of its key principles, don't be evil. In his new book, The Google Story, Washington Post reporter David Weiss says the company is beginning to struggle with the don't be evil principle as it grows in power and influence. I asked Weiss about the origin of don't be evil. That concept originated uh, on a whiteboard inside the Googleplex, which is the company's headquarters, um, where they had written Google's master plan. And a whiteboard is just like a big chalkboard uh, and uh, one of the Google engineers write on, wrote on there some years back, don't be evil. And Sergey Brin, one of Google's co-founders, saw that, liked it, and adopted it uh, as one of the company's guiding principles. And I think it's very important uh, and probably gives them the biggest advantage in recruiting uh, engineers and other technologists and attracting some of the brightest minds. And they're, they're in a ferocious competition for talent with Microsoft. And Microsoft, because of the antitrust suit against the company, has become a place that some engineers see as evil. Is this concept of don't be evil increasingly difficult to maintain as Google grows in size and influence? I think when you put something out there like don't be evil, you get held to a higher standard. And I think that that Google is going to get hit from various sides by people who all interpret evil differently. when asked what don't be evil means, Sergey Brin uh, provides a variety of answers. I mean, Google does not accept ads, for example, for hard liquor or cigarettes, but they do accept ads for wine and beer. You know, Google does not accept ads for um, guns, but Google does have some ads that are up on its site I've seen for uh, bullets and other things that it, it slipped through the cracks maybe. So, yeah, I think also that we're we're inherently suspicious of large organizations that have growing power and influence. Google is really well liked by millions of people all over the world because it helps them find information fast for free. And I think as it grows, um, it's going to find um, that people will challenge it in new ways, both in court and in Washington and in the court of public opinion. In fact, Google makes some money off the pornography industry somehow, right? Google does accept advertising of adult content. And Google does through its search engine let people search with adult for things with adult content. But I think, like a lot of things, I mean, what does it mean? Don't be evil. And you know, is you know, pornography uh, uh, an evil thing? Uh, is it wrong for the company to make money on this? These are the kinds of questions and kinds of issues you get into once you hold yourself up to a standard that is very, very subjective. Right. And is it wrong to be scanning? copyrighted books into a digital library? That's a... Well, that's a huge question. And in fact, a number of major book publishers um, and the author, the, the organization that represents um, authors, um, they've joined together to sue Google because um, they don't want Google scanning books that are still in copyright and making copies of that available and searchable online. David Weiss is author of the new book, The Google Story. This is Future Tense. I'm John Gordon.